everybody. Welcome, welcome. Did you miss us? We've been gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, this is the John of Your Life podcast, episode number 18, I believe. I am one of your hosts, the, one of the creators of the show, uh, Doug Jones. With me, as always, is my esteemed colleague and great co-host and co-creator of the show, Mr. Joel Kindlin. How are you, sir? I'm good. Uh, and just a heads up for our listeners. I did my first review today. Uh, I'm, uh, by the way, one of the reasons why we haven't been doing uh, the episodes for a few weeks is because I was moving back here to Chicago. So I'm officially back home. And with that being done, I have been able to go see the Flash um, movie. But I will give you guys... I gave a tiny snippet review on our Instagram, if you're wondering how I looked, um, which I will continuously be doing and going to pre-screenings in the future as well. Uh, but we will talk more about The Flash uh, next week after Doug and Nick go sees uh, the movie themselves. So we'll do it as a group. Yep. We're our, we're our first group review, man. It's going to be sick. Finally, we're on the, we're all in the same movie on the same episode. It's going to be awesome. Like, yes. finally. <laughs> I, I will finally be going to pre skating with you guys my personal reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to all my motherfucking fans. <laughs> no, um, but, uh, yeah. I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm so glad. You guys, yeah, check that out. We, I just posted it on our, our TikTok as well. So if you're on TikTok or Instagram, look at our review, look at our Joel's at Theater Reaction. He did a great job. He he broke his chair. He uh, popped his cherry, as we say. Uh, at the Theater <laughs> Reactions, finally. Um, yes. But, <laughs> definitely did. Uh, but yeah, guys, good check on that. As always, guys, remember, you can find the show. Um, if you're listening to this, you can play the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or your favorite po- podcast platform of choice. Uh, while you're there, hit the follow-up subscribe button and leave a review and rating. It helps us out tremendously as well as helping the show out tremendously as well. So yeah, leave a review, leave a rating, leave a, leave a, leave a like. It helps us out, helps out tremendously. And as always, guys, thank you so much, so much for your support. But thank one you last thing. Thank you so much. And also, share us. Mm-hmm. You know, we would for people like you and like us to hear us out and to tiny, not even tiny anymore. Because our numbers are grown, but grown. to join our community, yes, to join our community, we're always hoping for new followers, for new people. So definitely tell your homies if they will agree with us or not. If they hate us and they want to comment, go ahead. We would love to have that conversation and to also bring up certain aspects that you guys may think that we have not talked about or have overlooked. In these movies and TV shows and the entertainment industry in total, and bring that into our uh, in, into our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, and one last thing, guys. This is for our Phoenix listeners. We have a really cool giveaway we're giving away right now. To a we have, we have two upcoming screenings for a movie called Joyride, which I absolutely love. It's one of my favorite movies of the year so far. It's one of my favorite comedies of the past couple of years. It is hilarious. Um, we're, we're, I'll review the movie when it comes out closer to the release date, which is July 7th. But in the meantime, you go to our Instagram page, uh, the link tree in our bio, as well as our website. We're giving away a couple passes for a screening of Joyride. So go to our Instagram, click the, the link tree in our bio. The first link will take you to a Google form sheet, fill out all information. The, you bring up to one guest. Uh, we have two screenings, June 14th and June 28th. Um, again, it's gonna bring up with one guest, and at the very bottom, at the very bottom of the RSVP list, it's gonna say, "How did you hear about the opportunity?" Make sure to put us, John of Your Life Podcast, or maybe we have a new production, so that they know who sent you guys to the screening. 
Yeah, it's super funny. I highly recommend this movie. Um, again, it's one of my favorite movies of the year, probably the American comedies of the past couple of years. Uh, super is it funny. Yes, sir. We're giving away pre screening, man. We're giving away, this is our first giveaway, man. This is our first giveaway. Hey, for, first giveaway. Is, Woo! Our first giveaway, man. So, again, if you're in Phoenix, guys, trust me, if you want to see a funny summer movie, you want to see it early, too, before anyone else, movie comes out in a month, trust me, this is the, place, this is the movie to go see. I, I guarantee it. And like I said, go to our, go to our Instagram or go to our website, midwayavenueproductions.com. We have a screen, we have a now we have a new screening tab now, which is really cool on our website. Click that. Scroll to the bottom. We'll have all the dates and click the link to the Google form. And if you go, hope you enjoy the movie and make sure to tell them that Dawn of Your Life podcast sent you guys there. And uh, heads up to all the people that have never been to a pre-screening. Uh, just to, to let you guys know, pre-screenings are guaranteed that you will get a seat. So do try to be there at your earliest convenience. Definitely do not be there when they say we will start admissions. Be there early because, again, first come, first serve. So there's going to be a lot of people with tickets. So, you know, get those tickets and get there early. That's how well, you guarantee yourself seats. I'm glad you said that, actually, Joe. You know why? This is actually, we're giving away actually VIP tickets, believe it or not. Ooh, give me away guaranteed VIP, VIP tickets, yes sir. Mind. <laughs> We're giving away some VIP fuck tickets. What I said. <laughs> you guys get to experience something we haven't done, or I, at least I haven't experienced for sure. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. I, Not yet. 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 Not yet. You know, if yet. we keep Keyword growing, yet. nudge, nudge. You know what I'm saying? We can go from get those. <laughs> so why don't y'all help us out? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We're giving away VIP ones, but we're giving again, listeners. Well, listeners, our Phoenix, we're giving away VIP. So you sign up in time. You get an email from the amazing people at Frost Communications, who I just admire so much about them. Both Lee and Allison are just lovely people. Uh, some of the reps that are just super, super nice and very welcoming. So this is indeed VIP VIP uh, passes. So make sure to sign up early. Make sure to put up a guest. If you're being a guest or you're going solo, either or, and make sure to put on the RSP on the Google form list. Good VIPs always get the best seats in the house. Yes, sir. Middle railings, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The middle railings. So, you know, enter, try, win. Great movie, great time. You'll experience something we haven't experienced yet. And overall, pre screens are really, really fun. Me and Doug have done it since high school. Um, we, we love it. So, you know, Enter, try to win, and uh, I wish everyone who enters the best of luck. Yeah, and as always, guys, like I said, if you guys sign up early, you're guaranteed these seats. So, and then you get, again, so you'll get an email. You get an email from Frost Communications. Again, like I said, who I admire so much about them. So, look out for that email if you sign up. Again, like I said, guys, it's one of the funniest movies of the year. Don't miss out on that. So, again, we'll see you see you at the movies, everybody. Alrighty. Mm. So again, also gonna be, again, by asking, it's been two weeks. Where's Nick? Where's Moses? Right now. So Nick is actually. He's traveling to Seattle, actually. Nice little weekend with his girlfriend, Kaylin, who's very lovely. Uh, they're traveling to Seattle as we speak right now. I think they got there a few hours ago. And Moses, actually, is in post-production of his uh, next short film, uh, his follow-up to Gold, which won so many different awards. You know, oh my gosh. You know, I produced it in college. It won all the ACU awards. It won a lot of short film awards in LA. So we're, we look forward to seeing Moses' next short film. As well as, again, guys, we'll plug his games. Check out both films. Check out Nick's film, too, uh, Dawning Vision, man. I really, you know, Nick... Took a lot of time and effort to make that short film as well. Um, you know, him and his roommate Jake, who was also just a really good filmmaker, like they had no, literally had no budget, but they made something really creative, really imaginative, and I think they're I think it's definitely worth the watch. So 
make sure to go on the Dawning Vision page on YouTube and Instagram and follow, watch the short film because it's very well made. And like I said, man, support local these filmmakers, guys, support any filmmakers. Yeah, these guys are very talented. They're very creative. They they give you things that you really don't see in movies anymore or at all. So definitely give it a watch. It's a, it'll be worth the time. And again, short film won't take too much every time. No. If you're trying to see something short, don't want to watch a TV show, want to see something new, but you don't know what you want to watch, hey, they're there. Check they're, them out. And they're in 4K, guys. Come on now. They're 4K. We're moving up in the world now. No more t- 480p or whatever. This is 4K. Stand- this is 4K high-def short films. Support small indie filmmakers. Our boys work hard. They do work hard. For y'all. <laughs> they, they, they do. They do. And, and they won awards, so you know they speak for themselves. Yes, sir, they do. Alright, so actually, Nick, you want to jump? Start, start off this this lovely episode of the podcast. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What always. is what is your favorite Spider-Man movie and why? Oh, that's a good question. Um. Hmm. It's also a difficult question to answer. <laughs> uh, but it will forever be the first amazing Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield. I, I've talked. I've talked about. It. I have. I love the man, Andrew Garfield. He is such, such a talented actor, and I, I love the movie ever since it came out. You, you, you've heard me rant about it and how much, you know, people really didn't like that movie, and how sad I was to hear about that because he is such an amazing Spider-Man, such an amazing Peter Parker too, and he, they, and the writing, the the way they did everything. They really lived up to it, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, there's aspects in the movie, of course, people didn't really like, but of course, you know, who does? Everyone has something. Every movie has a pros and cons list, if you really think about it. But you know, that that movie was so amazing. I love Andrew Garfield with all my heart. I loved him as Spider Man, and that will forever be my favorite Spider Man movie. Uh, second one. comes Spider Verse because you know Latinos got some representation. <laughs> let's go, let's go, baby. <laughs> Superhero. Let's go. We really don't have enough. Uh, you know, like I'm Puerto Rican, Cuban. So to see a Puerto Rican hero, which is basically nothing at all in the comic book, you know, industry and everything, to finally see that get represented and to see, you know, Spanish. You know, talked and they they truly did Miles Morales correctly. I I I was really excited and you know so that's number two for me. But yes, amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, all the way, forever and ever. How about Dude, you, Doug? I actually did a ranking yesterday, did a bonus episode for our listeners. Um, it was like a kind of like my ranking of Spider-Man. You know, you know me, John. Much I love Spider-Man so much. You know, it's yes, like sir. it's it's. I, I did a full on like breakdown of my favorite movies of all of them. I ranked all of them. And what's too for me as a Spider-Man fan, there's not really a bad Spider-Man movie if you ask me. Yeah, there's some good. The ones that aren't as good as the others, personally. But you know, I really uh, there's not only really a bad Spider-Man movie in my in my books if you ask me. But you know, I had a struggle with this yesterday, man, with, you know, with the ranking these movies at, for, at one point, because I was like, crap, I love a lot of these movies. How am I going to rank them in order? And I love the new Across the Spider-Verse. I loved it, dude. It, it, to me, it just blew me away. I, it kind of, I still need to see it. I've been trying to avoid spoilers on social oh, media. Oh, dude. I mentioned Which this yesterday in the, in the bonus. 
Fucking dude, dude, anything I that I see animated, I've been skipping. Just no, dude. Oh my god, dude. I think I was last week I was a fundraiser for my brother and my mom. And I was gonna see it afterwards, but I was, like, I was tired. I wanted to, I work to do it the next day. I was like, I'm gonna see it on tomorrow, whatever. And then tomorrow came around, I was with Z, and I was like, I'm gonna watch it on the weekend. And then I was kind of like trying to avoid spoilers. And sure thing enough, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, whatever it goes, this scene. And I was like, come on, guys, give it, give it at least a week, at least two weeks the tops like come on like we can't be living in this world now of just like constant of like look movies came out an hour ago spoiler 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 and i'm like guys we are we're better than this i, I still hope we're better than this and i was like Bro, come remember on. how i i understand no the frustration no way home no. i don't know if the fans have heard this story but when no way home came out right it's the first day it's early morning so i think annoying. it was like nine o'clock where i was yeah nine o'clock chicago time and you dude you you were still sleeping and because you're you know it's still early for you but i messaged you as soon as i so i was on social media i was on tiktok i'm always on tiktok because you know nothing to do fucking tiktok <laughs> right because <laughs> it's fun uh and I was just like, you know, it's the first day. I I'm good. After tomorrow, I'll, you know, like I got the first two days. No one's gonna upload anything. I don't think so. I was like, I'm good. Two days, you know, just came out. We're good. Nine o'clock in the morning. Second scroll, dude. Second scroll down is the scene where all Peter Parkers are together, and I was so. Fucking angry. <laughs> I was like, no, why are you doing this? This shouldn't be up. Why are you uploading this? Also, how the fuck did you get it to be so good quality? Also, fuck you. I fucking blocked that that fucking account. I was so angry. Don't upload these scenes. <laughs> People want to watch them in theaters. Stop being a dickhead. We don't support you. Fuck you. <laughs> I, <laughs> Fuck you all the way. Dude, that's so shit, dude, that people will, uh, the first day of movies out and just like, fucking record. Like, why don't you just enjoy the oh fucking God, movie? Dude. And let people go to movie theaters to enjoy these fucking movies. It, it, it's so frustrating. Has times gone on that more and more people are doing this shit? It, it's ridiculous. It's saddening. Because it's just like, I can't enjoy social media and I can't nope. enjoy movies because people want to think they're just like oh, okay, like fucking just go to the fucking movie. If you don't want to watch the fucking movie, let your fucking wait. Phone down. Fuck <laughs> like, you. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. You're such a dickhead. Because <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy movies, especially in movie theaters. There's nothing like going to a fucking movie theater mm -hmm. as long as there's no crying baby or dickhead that's uh, talking. Nah, I, 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 <laughs> I, you know, no offense to, to kids. I'm not saying anything wrong with taking kids to movies. It's just like, yo, if you got an infant, don't take them to the movie theater because they're going to cry. I have had nephews. I have had nieces. We never take them to movie theaters until they're old enough to truly pay attention to a movie. I don't want to hear <laughs> baby crying in a theater. Nothing wrong I, uh, with you. Nothing wrong with your child. Just don't take them to, don't take them to a theater if they're like a really you're, you're just ruining the experience for everyone else. I uh, I messed... So I didn't go till Sunday, maybe like midday, and I was like doing something over the weekend too. I was like, crap, I'm, I want to see this movie, but I got to figure out when to go. 
I was doing things with my parents on on Saturday at Fletcher. I was like, all right, I'm just going to see it Sunday. So I'm, I'm going to go like maybe like 5 p.m. Like it should be Sunday night. shouldn't be like too crazy or whatever. Well, I, I, I bought, well, first I bought my ticket before like before uh, the showing on, on what, Fandango or whatever. And it was almost sold out. I was like, well, shit, like, I don't want it. Also, also two and a half hour, it's a two and a half hour movie. I won't, I won't be too late. I, I work tomorrow. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go at 5 p.m. Whatever will be good. I go in and I said, oh, no. It was, you know, a lot of families. You know, what you get? I, I love seeing families in theaters. But right, how's yes. it gonna happen? I get to my seat, bro. Get to my seat, bro. I said, oh, oh no. And the kids were like, the kids were like, oh, like yelling and stuff. And I said, oh no. I said, oh no. I, I said, like, I should know. I should know. I should know. I'm not surprised. But I was like, oh no. And this one kid was like, mom, when does the movie start? Mom, mom. I was like, oh no. Uh, I was like, oh no. <laughs> and and then I'm like, okay, whatever, sure. And this guy behind me, who's funny as hell, the guy was like, "This kid, but shut the fuck up." <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry to laugh, dude. I was trying to laugh, dude. I was like, I don't, I want to say to the kids, but it's kind of funny. But the worst, again, again, I don't. It's it's tough when you again. We're not parents, obviously, but your nieces and nephews, you know, you know the Thank drill. God. You know the drill. It's the, the movie starts right when kids are running down down the steps and everything. Oh no! And I was in there. I was like, "Oh no!" Like I'm trying to watch the movie. Kids were like down the steps. My like, parents would have whooped my know. ass. My, <laughs> literally, dude. Literally, completely different parenting. Because my, my parents would whooped my ass. You can go my, like one or two steps down from them, or two steps up, and that's it. You know, standing, get that little energy out, whatever. But don't be running in theaters. My parents no, would have told no. me to sit the fuck down right away. <laughs> it's not no. a playground, dude. No, I, and I was sitting there. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Please, I can't hear the movie. And also, I was in Dolby Cinema. It was like this, like loud speakers. Oh. Right I was like, I was like, okay, guys, sit down, please. And the the guy behind me again was like shaking his head, and he was like looking at me. He was like, no, nah, bro, no. Nah. And I was like, uh oh. And the kids kept doing it, kept doing it. And then one, there's a, there's a, there's a certain scene at the end of the movie. It's very, very quiet, right? And some, dad, some kid was like, "Mom, where's Spider Man?" And I said, "Oh no!" And I was like, "Oh no!" And I was like, "Well, never going here again to this theater." <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm sitting there, like trying to trying to avoid this. And then this guy came. So also, again, I like, I, I, it, was, it was a pretty packed theater, but like, I was sitting on my seat, next, no next to me, luckily. And like, maybe the first ten minutes, these two guys walk in. And they're like they're just like really like not like stomping whatever, and I was like, uh, like they look like me our age, maybe like me low, maybe early twenties, whatever. And then this kid guy next to me spreads out his entire legs, takes his, takes his shoes off, and I said, for love of God, no! Oh. I said, love of God, no, bro, please, 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 no, no. Another and then, way, my pants <laughs> would have whooped my ass. Dude, I don't I, care how old I am. My 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 parents too. My, my mom would have been like, do one more thing. We're leaving this movie. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. Like, no, look oh that ass. Like, no, my, my parents no. would have been like, do another thing. I'm going to take you to the bathroom. And <laughs> yeah. I'm going to your ass. And then we're going to come back here and you're going to be crying while I'm enjoying this movie. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's the only threat. No. Take you to the bathroom, whoop no. your ass, bring you back because they're not going to leave. They've already no, spent the motherfucking money. money. No, true, true. No, true. Absolutely right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. <laughs> so, um, but I, I'm sitting there. I'm like, come on, parents, do something better. But this guy next to me, he gets, so he puts on his legs, and then you know he's taking his shoes off. And I was like, oh, okay, man, please. And and then he pulls out his phone and starts recording the movie with a flash oh, on. And I said, dude, like, I was like oh, why did I come here, dude? Like, why did I come to this theater? I was like, why did I come to this theater of all places? I'm like, you know what? I, I want to see it. In, I wanted to see it in Dolby Cinema. I was like, oh shit. 
And the whole, and then like, there's times where like things are happening, and he'll bring his phone out, and then the flash, and people are looking at us. I'm like, I'm pointing at Kim, like Kim. I was like, I was like oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a snitch. I'm like, yeah, I'm running his ass out. I'm like, it's I him. would have said something. I, should, I don't I, care if yeah. I would have gotten into a fight. I would have said something. I would have been like, hey, bro, put your fucking phone away. Like, nah. There's times where I'm not gonna say shit, but that is something I would have said something towards. Cause like I that about just it. ruins it for everybody, and I don't care if you're Snapchat. Just being, oh, blah, blah. I don't care if you're going to do something like that with your flash on your phone. Like, bro, put your fucking phone away. <laughs> and I understand. Like, I get texts during movies, and you've seen me. I start texting. Yeah. Sometimes I'll respond, you know. But the brightness is like all the way fucking down because we're in a dark ass room. There's no yeah, reason for it. your phone to be medium flat, you know, medium brightness <laughs> or top high <laughs> brightness. You, bro, there's people with white fucking backgrounds by the way <laughs> no if i yeah. i don't care if you have a white background but if you have a white background with full brightness in a fucking movie fuck you <laughs> not really but just don't do it just turn don't your brightness all the way down there's don't no need person. for it to be that fucking bright in a theater i have yeah. no problem with you texting whatever just don't fuck the, also I do have a problem if you answer your fucking phone in a movie, oh, which has no, happened man. once. Yes. Fuck happened. you. Yeah, no. That, that's the where you're like, oh, come on. Like, go, out, go outside. Go outside. Go outside. You know, go to the hallway. Don't do it there. So it, the first <sighs> half of the movie. Manners. The movie manners. Dude. Manners. I manners, got my dude. ass whooped to learn <laughs> manners. I will whoop your ass to teach you manners. Fucking manners, people. Come on. We, we so I'm not gonna lie, the first half hour was kind of spoiled for me. Where I was just kind of like, oh, flow of God. And I thought about going down asking for a refund or asking for the next show time, but I'm like, that show isn't until like seven. I was like, I'm gonna get here until ten. Uh, yeah. I have work the next morning. I was like, I don't wanna I don't wanna stay longer. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna stick, stick it through. I was like, God damn it. So but I was like, alright, whatever. And then the first half hour, it, it cooled off a little bit. But again, throughout the movie, this guy kept like, guy kept doing this flash. I was like, dude, like, please stop doing that. Um, but again, yeah, anyway, love the movie. I want to hear my full review. Listen to the bonus episode we put out yesterday. I have my full review of that movie. But favorite movie, Spider-Man movie. Again, man, it's for me. It's uh, again, it's a tie. As I, I mentioned this yesterday in the bonus episode too. That to me, it's a tie from Spider-Man Two. Uh, Tobey Maguire's one and No Way Home, just because you know me, Joe. Like seeing all three of our boys together, like I had tears in my eyes in that movie. And I remember, I remember, I remember seeing it with Zeta and Nick and Nick's girlfriend Kaylin. And I remember being in the middle between Nick and Zeta. And I was grabbing both of their arms, like crying. I was like, "God, it's happening! Like it's finally happening!" I was so excited, and because it was just like, like there's so, so much hype for this movie. It was opening night. It was an IMAX. And I, I remember just being so happy. Like I got my best friends there. I got my girlfriend there. I was kind of just like, just like you know, I remember grabbing both of them, and, and, to, and we got Andrew Garfield back. Andrew Garfield I was back. So happy, bro! His redemption, that man. man. He shouldn't even had a redemption because that man did amazing. I know, no, no pun intended. <laughs> um, no yeah, pun intended. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just to me, it was a very special movie because of all, all seeing everybody and the singing. You know, Willem Dafoe came back. Jimmy Fox came back. Uh, Alfred Molina came back. Rizzo Fons as the Lizard came back. Thomas Hayden Church came back as the as the Sandman. It was you know, we saw we saw 
Daredevil, we saw Charlie Cox's Daredevil. It's a very special movie, yet with a weird Venom cameo, which I'm still kind of bitter about to this day, but different episode for that. Dumb cameo. Dumb so cameo. That was to my to my male crush there, but it was dumb cameo. That was dumb, that was a dumb cameo. But I, I love that movie for a lot of reasons too. And also to me, it was like it was Ada's first like Marvel opening night, and she goes, Is it gonna be nerdy? And I was like, Yeah, it's gonna be nerdy. She goes, Okay. It's and, a but, com it's a hero movie. When she, the fuck isn't something like that nerdy? She never Z, on now she never experienced it the way we all did so but she but when but uh, she loved okay. she but she loved but she loved like but she she was the whole time she was like this is so much fun because people were clapping dude people were, like, I, was, I was on my feet clapping nick was on his feet clapping people probably were going crazy and then going cheering it was like it was kind of, we had a concert almost and it was very special because it was kind of like this was like still middle middle of we're getting out of covid not really we we're like before omicron whatever so it was like people going back to the theaters for this movie and it was very special all this hype for it so i love that movie for many reasons but I think Spider-Man 2 still is the top top spot. Again, as I mentioned yesterday in the bonus episode, I said my dad took me to that movie opening night when I was like five, no, four, actually. Four or five, no, five, no, I was, I was six. I was six. Sorry. I was six. And it was a very special thing. Like, I love the first one so much. I love Spider-Man so much. So my dad took me opening night like at the AMC Vivaris 21. I was so hyped for this movie. I remember just being mesmerized by like seeing hit, seeing, you know, uh, you know, Spider-Man fight Doc Ock. The action was so incredible. You know, it's, the cinematography when guy they still used the fucking practical. uh, yeah practicals did they did that so amazing and Randy, and man. I, I forget the actor's fucking name what's his name uh, alfred molina dude he does such an amazing job in whatever role he does seriously such, such, such an amazing actor dude was- he's so good so good he has so much range and depth in spider-man too and i'm so glad they brought him back for no way home because he really did like shine <laughs> as a villain and he did so well as Doc Ock. He really brought Doc Ock, Doc Ock. to life as a as an actual character, like not even just a villain. Like has the has the actual guy. You know, it was just it was amazing, and I, I I loved it. I that was one of the movies that did stick to with me. I feel like it stuck with everyone. You know, yeah, I mean? dude. Because Willem Dafoe did an amazing job, and there's they can re- honestly, I don't think they'll ever be such a such an amazing such an amazing uh, goblin as Willem Dafoe because he brought that character to life too. Those, those movies they brought the villains to life, and that's why I truly loved about those movies with yep. uh with and with the amazing Spider Man Andrew Garfield for me personally brought. Peter Parker and Spider-Man, you know, has one singular person to life. So that stuck with me as well. And I just love Andrew Garfield. And that that was like my first movie that was introduced with him. And I just introduced me to him as an actor. And just, I I love that. So, but, but the original movies really did bring the villains to life and brought them as people. And honestly, it was so good. Yeah, dude. I, you know, I really do feel like, I really do feel like um, th- uh, the villains were kind of the villains were kind of mis- were kind of just were not used as to their effect. I mean, I think there were still good performances from you know Jamie Fox and Riza Fons as the villain as the lizard, and I think Dane DeHaan wasn't a bad Green Goblin either. I didn't mean it should it shouldn't have been Green Goblin in that movie. It should have been like maybe towards the end, like oh, introducing Green Goblin's Amazing Spider-Man Two for Andrew Garfield because the outside of Sinister Six, obviously. But I don't think Andrew had a bad villains uh, either. Oh yeah, dude. He didn't no, have bad that... villains, but I think with No Way Home does great that they gave Jimmy Fox a second chance. They gave uh, Riza Fons Lizard a second chance. They gave all the villains a second chance. Well, not I think Toby got. I think Toby's movies got a good job with Doc Ock and Green Goblin. Don't get me wrong. I lo- and I love seeing them back in No Way Home. 
But I think what No Way Hondo is good is that they brought back Lizard and Electro, and they gave them they gave them proper arcs as villains. Like they gave Jimmy Fox more yeah. like depth and, and more they of a did human. they did well with changing how uh, right with bringing right. him to how truly did look you know what i mean yep. i think they they pulled that off better and that that did give jimmy jamie five jimmy fucking oh my god english my first language and i still fucking suck at it <laughs> my only language by the way for now um uh they it really did give Jamie Foxx, I almost said Jimmy again. It, it did give Jamie Foxx a, a good, you know, redemption has that character. I think, you know, because he did really well, but a lot of people didn't like the way Electro was. I hated him. They hated, they hated him. him. They and Jamie Foxx, and honestly, with uh, with No Way Home, I, I did love Jamie Foxx as Electro, you know, because he, he, he did really well. Like, I really did. Love, like, he he is a good actor, and he was honestly a good fit for the character. And so, you know, with the with the revamp of his character, I think they I think it was just a really good way to to bring that in. So, you know, good on him. I was happy for him as well because he yeah, it, it was su- such a good movie. It was so good, and he did well. Uh, every well. villain, yeah, every actor in No Way Home with their villains did so well. <laughs> like Will and Defoe and. And yeah, you know, just ah, dude, to see them on screen again was so so amazing. Goosebumps, dude. Goosebumps. Thinking, thinking dude. about it, man. He's straight up goosebumps. I'm just like, holy shit. Some, some. Um, I I don't get. You know, I'm. I've been on. I don't know why I've been on Twitter as much as I should. I, I probably shouldn't be on Twitter as much because it's so toxic. But I've been seeing this thing now of like, you know, again, this notice across the Spider Verse whatsoever. I think it's an amazing movie, but people are saying like, man, fuck No Way Home, man, overrated. I was like. What the Oh god! For no reason, man. I'm like, There's oh my no god. Reason. We can have both. We can have both. Both. Can we eat. can have. Me and Doug love every single Spider Verse. We yeah. love them. I love the animated. I love the fucking live action movies. I love them all. Fucking don't both. Dual hate. If you say, "Oh my god, I love this movie more than the live actions," that's just fine. But there's no need for hate and to say fuck these movies, because that that because a lot of work goes into these movies, whether they're animated or live action, they're both good. It, there's no hate for it because you're just discrediting the hard work that the the writers, directors, the prop guys, the ev- the crew, the like everybody did. There's no reason for it. If the movie's good, it's good. If you like a different one of them, that's fine. Just say you like that one more. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, straight straight up, man. And I, I'm seeing all this hate. I'm like, what? Like, I was like, oh my lord. And then they're like, oh man, just fan service. And I'm like, okay. Alright, hold up. I hate that word fan service because I think it's misused a lot now. No Way Home did a great oh, job yeah. of, of ending a good trilogy. And again, you gave you gave both Toby and Andrew good arcs because I think Spider-Man three was not beloved as well with with Toby. Spider-Man, Spider-Man two was not beloved at all by fans other than uh, you and I actually, and yeah. people, people hated those last movies. And when No Way Home was great is they brought in everyone back and they brought and they gave fucking proper redemptions to Toby and to Andrew and to Lizard and that, to Electro to Goblin. Same with Zendaya and Andrew. <laughs> 
Oh my god, that broke me. That (laughs) broke me. Don't you fucking disrespect that shit. That shit broke me. That shit was so amazing. Such a great redemption, bro. We cry I cried. I cried. I was like, oh like it was audible. It was audible gas and just like uh fuck. Dude, literally literally me too. Dude, me fucking too. And I'm just like I'm shit. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm on Twitter, I'm just like, what the fuck, what the hell, like, it's a fine movie, but it's like, okay. All right, it's a I, fine movie, I was my like, ass. I was like, all right, I'm, I need to go off Twitter, but that's that's my that's my take on that. I was just kind of like, I, 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 this is stupid. You, you, we can, we yeah. can have, we have, we live in a world where we have great Spider-Man content, we have, we have No Way Home, we have... Excuse we have, me, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the first perp of the podcast. Um, it came out of nowhere. Um, I wasn't not. <laughs> um, but no, muted no. myself. I bleed burp when I'm alone, <laughs> so I'm so sorry for that. No, you're good. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it, it you know I think you me both. But anyway, be- before we move on, the next thing this is our we, our esteemed co-host as well, Mr. Nick Johnson, that sent us sent us in his pick of the week as well for Spider Man. He goes, this is what he says he goes from Nick. <laughs> he says he really goes, my favorite Spider Man movie is a tie between Spider Man 2002. It's one of the first movies I've ever seen, and was a huge influence in my life. It made me want, what made me want to get into film, which same same with me. As a kid, I watched it multiple times a day and could damn near recite the movie word for word, bar for bar. McGuire is my favorite Spider-Man, and the movie is tied for, the, for into the Spider Verse. Uh, that's a good tie. That's a good tie. He yeah, goes, a good tie. Yeah. He goes, he goes into the Spider Verse. The animation is so dope. The art style was incredible. Incredibly fun movie. Great emotional storytelling. Great soundtrack. Amazing cast. I loved every second of it. Plus, it's cool to see a black, Af- uh, black Afro Spider-Man. Like as you said, with Latino Spider-Man, um, Afro Latino, Afro Latino Spider-Man. He goes, I love it. Uh, and, and he gave us his one-on-ones for the week at the, at the end of the episode. But yeah, so again, that was next choice, guys. He's a tie between Spider-Man 2002 with Tobey Maguire, as well as Into the Spider-Verse of 2018's uh, Oscar-winning movie, actually. And you know, I, mean, I said yesterday on the on the pot, on the Bones episode too, is that I um. Those guys, man. Those Phil Lord and Chris Miller are just geniuses, man. They really are. I mean, these guys did Spider Verse, Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty Two Jump Street, Cloudy Chance of Meatballs One, Lego Movie, the first Lego Movie. Fuck, man. These guys are so talented. Also, the movie, the show, the After Party, which I love on Apple TV. Uh, these guys are so damn talented. I love seeing. Yeah, I went to their. I went to a Q and A with them in L.A. with Moses. We went to a panel for the Oscars. It was really cool because like. They start off. They start off as animation in college. They met in college. I mean, they met, they met in college, whatever. But they're animated, like buddies in college. They became best friends or partners uh, in, in filmmaking. And you know, they made you know cloudy friends of meatballs for a low budget movie animated and made so much money. And then Which Jonah Hill was a really very good, good movie. I, I still so, enjoy that very movie. Good movie. That first one was so good. So dude. good, dude. It was so, so good. good. Um, it was so great. I fucking love that shit. Oh that my god, so good, three. Dude. Oh, wait, no, that's Creed three. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> the, the first one is so good, dude. And you know these guys, and and, and then these guys, and these guys did uh, uh, Jump Street that you and I both love. I remember seeing that, and we were in high school, twenty one, twenty two Jump Street. And I just think these guys are just brilliant, man. I I will. These are top, probably my favorite filmmakers, you know, ever. And the way they do animation, the, the way they do so many different genres too. Whether it can be animation, it can be hard art comedies, like Jump Street, or you can do. Um, you know, Lego movie and uh, was it in the Spider Verse again, bro? I know you and I both love Solo. We do, but think about if Disney didn't fire their asses, half a done production, 
we could have gotten something really special. And again, we, you and I both are, are solo appreciators and, and you know fans of the movie. But come on, you guys brought in these two genius filmmakers to do solo, and you fired them halfway through. I to this day, bro, I don't, I don't fucking get that. I don't get that at all, and that pisses me off. You know, I, yeah, I know uh, we love solo. We know both like solo a lot. We have a good time with that movie. We're fans of that movie. But think of what could have been if you let these dudes finish their fucking job. Like, for I, real, I, I'm so spite. I'm so I have so much spite towards Disney about that. Of like, you had Phil Lord, Chris Miller, who did Lego Movie, Jump Street, Meatballs. This is way before Spider Verse too, and you fired them. And then guess what? You fire them. Was my heart saying this? No. Solo flopped. And the same year, they brought out Spider-Verse. And the same year, Joe, they fucking won the Oscar. Like, if I was Disney, I'd be like, damn, we fucked up. Like, I just, I don't get, I do not get that to this day of how you had these two awesome filmmakers with great storytelling, with great, you know, great sense of direction and humor and emotion and everything. And have proven themselves multiple times in filmmaking, in live action, and animation. We can make these movies great. And you fire them midway through. And you gave them per executive producer credits, which means jack shit in fil- and most of the time in filmmaking. No offense to executive producers. It means nothing, basically. And you had these great filmmakers. But I'm so happy that they, you know, after that movie, they, they, after they got fired, they did Spider-Verse. They won the Oscar for it as producers and writers. Now they write and produce. The main, they're the main producers, the main writers of these movies. Good for them. I'm very happy that they they bounced back. They, they weren't affected by them. But still this day, goddamn, man, I would still would love, 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 love to see their version of Solo if they let him finish. And I oh can't. Oh, my God. I would have loved it. I, it just, it to me, I'm still like, I still have anger towards that. And again, my anger towards Kathleen Kennedy, not anger, but like frustrations to her as a, as a, as a, executive and head of Lucasfilm because uh, anger for me fucking oh my god man so many fucking Star Wars projects and fucking hell dude I told you we don't know about this for sure we're gonna wait till see it when it comes out in a few weeks we can get past this this movie early I'm hearing really bad things about Indiana Jones man and I we both said this a few weeks ago on the show and I said please 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 Lucasfilm and Disney do not let me down do not let me down Please, please 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 from what, from that what is your again, movie. It's a there, big. There, Doug oh is, is when it comes to movies. Doug, there's very few movies that Doug it just holds on tightly, and it it, it is that is one of them. Indiana Jones is Doug's fucking movie, and not just because they share the same last name. <laughs> <laughs> Doug truly loves that movie. That was a childhood movie. You can't fuck that up. So, which they've already done once. So, uh, so I know, dude. Twice. I know, dude. That's why I'm like <laughs> Doug will never forget. Oh, uh, dude, I'm not. And that's why I'm like, I'm so like. I'm just worried because I'm like, oh my god! Then we recorded the last episode a few weeks ago, and I got off. I'm fucking to you about it. I was looking at something on TikTok or Instagram, or YouTube, and I'm like, these reviews, and they're like, yeah, this movie sucks. And I said, God, I was like, oh come on! I said, come on, Disney. But then again, I fucking cannot stand Kathleen Kennedy, man. She cannot keep. She cannot trust her filmmakers. I don't get it too. You brought in James Mangold again, guys. James Mangold has done Logan, banger movie. Uh, the Thirteen of Yuma remake, which is a f- great remake, if you ask me. Great movie. movie. 
He did he did four versus Ferrari, man. But you and I were geeking about oh, it. We saw it years ago, dude. God, dude. Good that movie, movie man. Oh my goodness. That movie was amazing. Amazing. Such a good movie. Such such a good movie. Great movie. Fucking movie. So, so good. good. And I was so like, good. And, and I remember texting you when I was in LA. I'm like, dude, got James Mangold to do to do uh Indy. You go, this guy did four Ferrari. I'm like, yep, you go, you go, okay, it's, it's, it's gonna be great. And I'm like, great, you know, Spielberg stepped down, they got James Mangold. I'm I'm perfect with that. And now I'm here and just like it's just disappointing. It's bland. It's like, oh bro. And I'm like, God, I'm like, come on. We just you you, you know you just ruined us with Star Wars movies. You can't ruin Indiana Jones now. And I'm just hearing I'm not hearing good things about it now. And I'm like, shoot. So if we see it early, you know, great. If we don't, I'm still hopefully still see it regardless. But right now, I I'm still a, don't I, forgive them for stealing John Boyega's fucking mm. oh, storyline. Yeah, no, storyline. Story they yeah. fucked him in the end. His character was supposed to be amazing, and we got some weird bullshit for him, which was so confusing through two fucking movies. No, dude, I, I, I know, man. I, I don't, I don't blame JJ as much for la- last. Uh, yeah, yeah, the last movie is fine, but they, 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 control. they could, out of control, they would fucking control. damage control, fucking ridiculous. It's <sighs> why I'm hoping again. I'm not hoping this movie fails, but if Indiana Jones fails, fire Kathleen Kennedy, man. She, she's ruining Lucasfilm, dude. She's ruining Lucasfilm. They, they need. They have to go. I'm sorry. She she's losing her touch. These movies are not coming up to their potentials, and we're not no, getting dude. the Star Wars films that for Star Wars fans that we truly deserve. There's a lot of projects that have been canceled or just ignored that we could have done. I'm very happy we are getting Ahsoka, and I'm very happy that we are getting motherfucking Captain Rex. Sorry. (laughs) 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 A big fan of Captain Rex. You don't understand. Once you watch this fucking show, you'll understand. Anyways. uh, It's, 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 yeah. Dude, it's, and it's sad. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Don't don't quote me on this for sure, everyone, but from what I heard too, this is you know this is John Williams' last movie too. This guy has done the themes for Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, Superman, Harry Potter. I mean, this guy has made some. He's one of the most iconic. Almost every ET, the most iconic, all the most iconic Spielberg movies ever. One of the most iconic movies of all time. Scores, and I'm like, y- y'all really can't also end this man's career on a really bad movie. And I'm just, and I'm just sitting here, man. I'm like looking at the reviews. I'm going, I'm going to give benefit of the doubt. I'm going to go in blind. I'm going to, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to go in and make sure I'm having a good time with it. My hairy man, just it's not good. And I'm like, oh, Disney. And also, too, Kathy Kennedy. Go ahead. Sorry. By the way, this is for our viewers. Uh, By the way, uh, you know. Critics are great, you know, to listen to them. They have insights or, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) uh, We're also critics, yes. Listen to us as well. But uh, we always do uh, promote people to go movies and to have their own views. There's a lot of movies that have gotten bad reps that me and Doug have gone and we have ended up loving. So if 
So 100%. again, if we don't like a movie, that doesn't mean that she won't like a movie. So please exactly. go and see the movies if you think you might like it anyways, or if you think you just, you know, you're not too sure what we said, you know, that's fine. Everyone has their own taste in movies. We have our tastes. Me and Doug's tastes are very similar. It, it's not, it's, it's a wide spectrum, yes. But again, there there are movies that you guys probably love that we probably don't like, and that's completely fine. So again, if people don't like it, critics don't like it, and you still want to see it, go and see it. There's nothing wrong with that. Please have your own, you guys have your own opinion, you have your own view. Go and watch these movies if yeah. you want. You know what I mean? We highly we highly support you guys in doing that and having your own views and bringing that to the table with your friends or yourself or whatever you want to talk about. Go and watch movies. Everyone has their own views. There's a lot of movies throughout the years that have gotten shit through critics and everything else that we and a lot of other audience have loved. You know, Ryan Tomato shows the critics' views where it's gotten lower scores, but the fucking audience loved it. And yep. then there's movies where critics loved, and a lot of people fucking hated it. So, again, you guys have your own views. Go watch a movie. Dude, yeah. literally, this beauty of film. All film is subjective. You like something that we don't like, or we like something that you don't like. Hey, that's, yeah, that's, that's totally fine. This is a show that we value everyone's opinions. If you don't like it or not, this is, this is, the, this is the show. And I'm I'm hoping that I come out saying, okay, thank God I, I like this movie a lot, or like you know, I, I, I like being proven wrong that it was good. But I'm also anticipating the idea that I might be walking out and be like, ah, oh, like great. So yeah, it comes out it comes out end of the month. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I want to support Harrison Ford as well. I just, oh man, and it, 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 this movie does not do too well. I really hope they fire her ass. I hope they fire Kathleen Kennedy. And I think she go back. I go back really to, did too. Go back to making movies that Star Wars. Really. I, think you're, I think she's a great producer as a as a filmmaker. I think great producer whatsoever. Makes makes, makes produce some great movies that I, I I truly love. But Star Wars, man, she has really fumbled the bag multiple multiple times. And I just don't multiple get why she times. saves her ass every time. Like she really has proven wrong, <laughs> and she and she doesn't give her filmmakers enough chance. Again, like I said, with Phil Lord and Chris Miller or Patty Jenkins or uh, Colin Trevorrow. And I, and and I think if I hear something that she intervened with Indiana Jones. I'm gonna be really pissed. I haven't heard anything yet. Knock on wood that I that I haven't that she hasn't done anything with, interfere with that movie. But if she has and comes out saying yes, she interfered with the movie, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Like I, I give up. I I can't support anything she does because she she fucks over her filmmakers and just again. I still want to know to our viewers if you, if you know if you know what happened, let us know. DM us or email us, whatever. Or comments on the on the our Instagram, whatever. Let us know what happened with Phil or Chris Miller to this because to this day. I've heard interviews about interviews, articles about articles. We don't know really what happened with Phil Lord and Chris Miller. All we know is that I, all I, I've heard that she didn't like what they were doing, so she fired them midway through. I don't know how accurate that is, but for her track record, that kind of kind of proves that it wouldn't surprise me that that's the truth, but you don't hire these guys. Why would you hire these guys before and halfway through go like, no, I don't like this. I'm firing you. Like, that's so stupid. Like, you brought them on for a reason. Like, let them do their vision. And again, I'm so glad they did it kind of be a big F you to Disney and be like, cool, guess what? We want to Austria with Spider-Verse. Kiss our ass. Deuces. You know, like, I, it, it just, oh, man, I really, I don't, I really just don't know. I get it. So, 
when that comes out, man, when that comes out, I, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I'm going to support Harrison. I want to support John Williams and support James Mangold. But, man, when I see those reviews, man, it breaks my heart a little bit because I'm like, oh, this must be the last good Indian Jones that we have. But, you know, time will tell, right? Time will tell. The Dial Destiny will show us all, I hope. But, oh, man, I really, I really hope so. Speaking of endings, do you finish Ted Lasso yet? Oh man, I finished it the day of. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, actually, want... a day later, day later, because I was so busy packing, just so busy with everything. You want to give I us did a, watch it. Your quick thoughts of the finale? Uh, well, diagnose the ending. I really hoped for <laughs> was over for, uh, but overall, it was so good, so heartwarming. I think they did really well. There was an aspect of the ending that I really didn't like. I was like, "Fucking no!" But you know, <laughs> it was just so. It was still good. Uh, I'm, I'm just say, uh, uh, if you now, I don't want to ruin anything. Yeah, what's, um, what's not do? I think we can do spoilers for the show maybe next week when Nick hops off. We, we yeah. can do we, we can we can get, it'll, it'll be two weeks come next week so i think we can do non-spoilers this this episode the next week we can do spoilers because it has been two weeks and, and, and any two weeks is definitely fair for spoilers yeah okay yeah um yeah but overall it's so good and to see the it's just really heartwarming and really good and also just very sad because i really didn't want the show and i was really hoping for but then again, every no matter like how many seasons they had, like I would still continue to hope for more because it's such <laughs> a great show. It's so good. Jason Sudeikis did so well. Like all the actors and everybody a part of the show did so good. It just I loved it. You know what I mean? And to to also show like this, show a man's friendship in an aspect that's not really shown, I guess, you know, yeah. where it's like, where it's a lot of like, it's manly love, you know what I mean? In the show where it's like, we fuck around with each other, you know, and you know, we, we, we say stupid shit. We're always messing with each other, but no matter at the end of the day, we're, you know, it's all love, you know, like, and, and that reminds me of me and Doug's friendships and, and, yeah. and me and me, you know, I, other friends are very much so like that where all we ever do is shit talk you know yeah. like like all we ever do is shit talk each other but at the end of the day we love each other and like when we're saying bye i always say this i always tell my homies you know i very much so love you you know what i mean not like that but it's like hey i love you bye you know what i'm saying stuff like yeah. that and like you know it, it, and that just shows that for type of friendship so i i really did enjoy that also uh I'll say it after this, but you know, uh, I loved it. it. They did so well. Uh, such a heartwarming show that I just every episode, I was just so happy and just felt so good. You know, yeah, yeah, I did. I yeah, I was. I I, wa I, I stayed up. I stayed up pretty late to like to watch something. I, I want to avoid spoilers because. I was doing something. I was going to a screening. I was picking my parents from the airport. I was like, I, I gotta watch it before it gets spoiled for me on TikTok or Instagram, whatever. And sure enough, I, after I watched it, <laughs> the moment I watched it, it was like, oh my God, this ending. I was like, God damn. I was like, all right, whatever. Thank God I watched it. I, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought it was a really good ending. I thought, you know, because I thought the season three had some ups and downs. It wasn't my favorite season, but I liked some, some really high highs for me and then some lows for me as well. But, I think how they ended it and wrapped it up was very heartwarming and very, you know, cute and emotional. Um, it for sure put a smile on your face. Because people are like, oh, season four is coming. I was like, no, this is the last one. And this, for sure, kind of, 
they could do season four, but I think it would take away the nice ending they had for this this series and what it stands for and what it meant. So I, I think Sudeikis again did a great job, you know, creating this character with you know his co-creators Bill Lawrence and Brendan Hunt and Joe Kelly. Um, you know, everyone from Jimmy Tart to, you know, uh, Roy Kent to Sam to Isaac to everyone. I just feel like uh, to Rebecca to Keeby, uh, Higgins, like it's a very, it was a very, what I love about this episode, this finale was that there's so many good callbacks too from the first season. If you, and again, you might not catch my first, but I watched like kind of like a recap, like all the, all the callbacks from the, from the season one or the first episode, season one, or whatever. And there was a lot of good callbacks. Whether it was some characters doing something, or some a dance he was doing, whatever. Um, it was a very cathartic oh, moment. Man, of, like, I love that. <laughs> the dance, I don't know what dance he does. It was a very, very cathartic moment of like the, all the callbacks they brought, they brought from the first, other seasons, which I loved about it, and it gave everyone like, like a good proper like ending, which I like, which I like about too. But I guess there's more to explore for sure. Um, and with certain characters, they did things like, okay, cool, they did this instead of this, about that. Like, okay, I like that a little bit more, or. This, this could have been a bit better, but yeah, I think it was a very good ending to a very good, very good show. A very good show that will be remembered. They'll probably be remembered for a long, long time if you ask. If you ask us, oh uh, um, yeah, they definitely will. Yeah. At Apple TV, man, I want to give Apple TV a lot of credit. I think Apple TV really makes some some really high quality, good content. You know, I from watching stuff from like Hulu and Netflix and you know Amazon to Apple TV, I Paramount Plus too. Like I, Apple TV, Peacock, I, Apple does a really good job of making some really well produced shows that have you know good budgets and i think it's very kind of high quality almost i would compare almost compared to like hbo in a way of like very good high quality shows that like you have great talent you have great writing a good cast you have a great you know premise so i, I give them a lot of props for making this great show i think when it came out it was you know this beautiful moment that you know we were during it was during covid that we needed we needed the show and the show came out at the right time and i think it's been a great three-year run for this show and i'm glad that it ended on a high note uh, you know, I, I, I won't spoil this, but I watched the Barry finale the same week as the te- last te- finale. I don't spoil the Barry ending either, but to I'm me, I thought only Barry, on season three. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. For me personally, I thought the Barry finale was kind of disappointing because I, I love, really? I, I love, I love the season four a lot. Like, oh, this is great! They're, they're building towards this. I thought the payoff was kind of like, oh, really? Like one with this, and I was like, I, yeah, I love Bill Hader. I love Harry Winkler. I love everyone involved. I love Noah Hang, Crystal Ball, everyone, Fuchs. To me, I was like, oh, "Okay, I, I guess." And when it ended, I was like, "Huh." I, I let it, I let it off the plane from New York, went home, saw the dog, saw Zeta. They went to bed, and I went, I'm, I'm a little bit jet lag. I'm gonna watch then and a Barry. I was like, "Hype for it's the last Barry ever. It's gonna be great." And I was like, "Okay, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into it." And I just to me, the payoff. I, you might feel different when you finish it, but to me, I was kind of like, "Oh, what? Like, oh, okay, I, I guess." It just to me, there was so much of this like build up for season four, like all these things happening, and there's no spoilers. All these things happen. I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? When it happened, I was like, oh, okay, I guess. I mean, it's not surprising, but it's very like, oh, okay, cool. But so I, I definitely like the Telasso finale a bit. Again, this is hard to compare to show. They're, they're totally different, but when it comes to ending, I felt more satisfied with the Telasso finale than I did with the Barry finale. When the Barry finale ended, I was like. I could have used a bit more of the show. Or I could have ex- made a little bit more explanation or more kind of like, you know, uh, dialogue or something, whatever, or more kind of just like expanding the show a little bit more. But two great shows ended. Yeah, I, you know, I, I give them both props for being two of the best shows on television the past couple of years. But like I said, I will say that I was more satisfied with the Ted Lasso finale than I was the Barry finale. But hey, 
might mm-hmm. feel differently. You might feel differently. The audience might feel differently when they're hearing this. But I, I do feel like Telasso delivered on a finale that I wish Barry kind of delivered more on. But hey, that's just my opinion. It's the show. <laughs> right, yeah. Very true. It's the show. It's the show. Well, um, we shall see once I finish the show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what you say about it, man. Because I, I definitely thought it, I definitely thought it would. Uh, uh, I, I want to hear what you think. I think it's we might we might feel differently, but I think we might feel the same way of like, okay, yeah, I agree, I agree with that. So when you finish it, let me know, and we'll talk about it on the show because I yeah, um, of course I, I uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you think about it. Yeah, of course. And also talking about that last, so uh, I wanted to bring some attention. Um, the show did really well. well to mental health with the players yes. and you know characters uh, especially Ted Lasso himself uh, I thought that was really good and just show sort of how it is for some men to deal with their mental issues um, and you know struggles uh, this month in June uh, you know happy pride month to everyone out there you know uh, do you bubble uh, enjoy your time be proud and stuff but it is also uh men's mental health awareness month so you know that's very important to me as someone who has uh for a very long time since i was in third grade struggled with my mental health uh you know through depression suicidal thoughts and you know so much more um so you know uh just it's very important to me. Uh, it also was very important to me to show like how mental health is on men. Um, you know, everyone's mental health is important, and I, I know everyone struggles. But you know, to to get that representation into a show was so good. Uh, so yeah, I really love that. But again, um, you know, uh, men out there, there, you know, if you feel alone or feel like you know you have no one to talk to, there are therapists. And if, even if you like, you can always reach out to me uh, through my social media, and I'm willing to talk because, you know, I know struggles with mental health and suicide thoughts. So, yeah, I'm always willing to talk. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, just and for everyone out there, uh, you know, reach out to the men in your life. Uh, see how they're doing. Let them know that you love them. And, uh, you know, just always check up on once in a while, you know, take them out for a drink. Buy them flowers. Men love flowers, too. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's very important. And to everyone struggling with your mental health, no matter what gender you are, uh, there's always someone to talk to, you know, family, friends, uh, paid professionals. There's there's always solutions. So, you know, please do take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, and to that, I would say, listening to everyone, I was listen to our last episode, episode number seventeen, because we had Jordan on. Jordan really wanted to express, you know, mental health, you know, and check up your friend. So, if you want to hear a good conversation about that, I highly recommend our last episode. I think it was a very beautiful conversation between me, Joel, Jordan, and Nick, and it was a very, it was for sure a different, different kind of, different kind of episode for us. Cause it was most about movies, and mostly about you know. You know the idea of like struggling and having you know you know dealing with mental health and like feeling alone, whatever. And so I definitely think if you want to hear that episode, it's a very beautiful episode, very cathartic. So check that out. Check that out. Episode two. It's a very beautiful uh, conversation that we had. So yeah, well said, Joe. I I, I recommend that too. It's you know you know you never never feel alone. I I for sure felt alone a couple of times where I'm like I thought I had nobody, but 
you know, I, I, I got great friends. You know, I got great. I have great people. I have great co-hosts. I have a great, you know, friend group, best friends on this on the show. I have great, you know, family, great parents. I have a great girlfriend. I have great. She's a great family too. So, you know, it's it's always good to have people that surround yourself that make you feel good. And it's very important to like always like ask for help and you know check up on yourself. So, never forget you're not alone, which is a very beautiful thing to say. Um, but yeah, man. I I think it's. It's gonna be a month. It's gonna be a summer. It's gonna be a summer month of movies. It's gonna be a summer month of you know shows and new content. I think we're both looking forward to. Um, it's funny, you know. I, 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 I could have gone to see Transformers last. I get. I'm not gonna spoil this for our listeners. If you're a Transformers fan, I, I get it. I we were too at one point, like ten years ago. Um, and um. I always forget that I worked on that movie for like a month, a month at that really bad visual effects company. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and, bef- and before I, and before I left too, it was like, how do you want your name on the credits? And I was like, you know, the clue my name on the credits. You like, no, no, by law, we have to put your name on the credits. I'm like, all right. So if I see, if I, if I see a movie made this week, no, 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 I'm saying flash on Monday. I could be doing afterwards, but I'm kind of curious to watch the movie and see if my name's on the credits at all. <laughs> so I'm just like, I really, I'm really I curious about that. I was like, because I'm just like, oh man, the Transformers movie. I went to the movies a few weeks ago. I was like, that's right. I worked on this movie for like a month. I totally forgot about that. I was like, oh, bad time in my life. Um, but yeah, and I was like, maybe IMDb. And I confess on IMDb, but I'm like, what? I might go watch the movies for the end credits. Me sticking to the movie at the end of the movie and watch the end credits. I'm like, see if I see if I find my name on the visual effects people. And I, I hope not. Cause I, I, I know I was doing terrible visual effects on that on that movie, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, a, little, a, a lifetime ago almost. But. You heard here, folks. <laughs> Blame die. Yeah, dude. I I had so much fear that after that job ended, I was like, oh, for the love of God, like I'm so scared. Like, I, I hope they don't. I hope they don't like hate, hate myself for this movie. I was like, hope I never the visual effects. But I feel like they're probably. I thought they're probably like, you know what? Right, going to use what this kid did. Like, forget about him. Which I and I kind of, I kind of hope they do. I kind of hope they do. Um. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm definitely curious about that, but I I don't want to see that movie because I feel like we we both checked out of uh, we both checked out of uh, Transformers a long time ago, a long long time ago. Um, but yeah, guys, that's that's gonna be I think that's it for the, for the tonight. But uh, Joe, you want to explain and do our one on ones of the week? Yes, uh, our one on ones uh, for our new listeners. One and one uh, we do every week um, is that each of us, uh, the hosts, will uh, recommend one movie and one show that we have recently watched or that we think is underrated or underappreciated. And we hope that, you know, you will at least put onto your movie list and eventually, whether it's soon you know, like the next day or instantly or just later on down the future, a couple of years, you know, later or, you know, many years later has Doug has done for some of my movie recommendations. Uh, well, watch it eventually, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it wouldn't hurt. And yeah, uh, just recommendations. We truly do appreciate. Yeah. Do you want me to start off? You want you want to do it this week, my friend? Uh, I can start. Yeah, you, you've been doing. Uh, oh, enjoy, my friends. Our, our little break. Yeah, sure. Uh, 
following the um, the mental health uh, uh, awareness month for men, uh, I'm going to recommend a movie, uh, amazing movie. I feel like is a little underappreciated, which is such a great movie overall. It's called All the Bright Places. Uh, it's a on Netflix. I don't know if it's still there, but it is a Netflix movie. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, it has Justice Smith and Elle Fanning and even uh, Luke Wilson and Keegan Michael Key. Hey, uh, it's a really good movie uh, about these two high schoolers who meet who are struggling with their mental health and through that connection they meet and fall in love and it really does show mental health struggles in a really good way and i think it's a really well written movie and well directed movie and and the actors are so amazing um so you know definitely do give it a watch again netflix super easy um and just overall, just a really good cast. Uh, and yeah, so that's my movie uh, for my show. I will be recommending a new show on Amazon Prime. Uh, by the way, not sponsored. Um, <laughs> uh, just a show I started watching the other day called The Citadel. Um, every episode is up already, it seems. Uh, that's why I believe I haven't finished the show. I started the other day. I watched two episodes, um, two and a half actually. And basically, it's a it's a spy show. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. So uh, it's a spy show, really cool. Um, I forget the guy's name. Uh, oh, the uh, actor, uh, Richard Madden. Yeah, and Nick Jonas's wife, who Priyanka. is, I never knew how, oh, man, she's beautiful, but uh, but overall, it's a really cool cast, I enjoyed it, if you like spy uh, stuff, it's a good show, uh, hour-long episodes, but short series, if they upload every episode, um and uh yeah it's really cool i like it uh watched it it's a new spin on spies that i really like so i i definitely highly recommend check it out amazon prime yeah oh they got the russo brothers produced it you guys who did winter soldier civil war affinity war endgame um yeah sweet yeah i gotta watch the show i'm, I'm hearing good things about it and I'm, uh, you're watching i gotta, I gotta watch it yeah list. it's really good i enjoyed it yeah i watch it all right, so for my of the week, um, for my movie, I'm going to be that I finally got Zeta to watch Zeta to watch the other day, which was one of my favorite movies. Me and my dad quote this movie almost every day to each other. It's uh, I Love You, Man, with uh, Paul Rudd and Jason Segel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it, that shit. It's such a good movie, dude. And I, I haven't seen it in a while, but again, me and my dad quote that movie to each other like on the daily, man. Like I swear my dad will like, say, like, you got a Jobin or... Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, with the, he later, later on the Manjay, where he says, um, <laughs> and, and Z was like, We should watch a comedy. I'm like, oh, I got you. And I've been wanting, wanting to watch this, wanting, wanting to her to watch this movie for like now two years now. I'm like, Come on, watch this movie. And she she laughed her butt off. She's having a good time with it. It's a very funny movie, you know. I feel like a lot of comedies really don't hold up as much as they do anymore, but this one definitely does because it's so it's so it's so cute and it's so funny and it's a lot of horror about you know male friendships and male brotherhood which i think is very a fun thing to, to explore and i fucking love paul rogers and siegel they have such great chemistry like 
they're such good friends in real life too, which is very cute to see. And they play they play off each other very very well. And some of the humor, some of the humor is just so funny because it's like there's it's just very you know relatable, very generic, but like you can you can relate to because they're both everyday guys are just kind of just like simple dudes and. It's just it's funny whether it's you know Andy Samberg playing his gay brother and then J.K. Simmons plays their dad and uh, Lou Ferrigno's in it and it's oh man it's a really funny movie John Favreau's in it a little bit too before he became a huge director um, oh man Rashida Jones is funny in it it's a really cute movie that I think it holds up really well it's a really good bromance uh, rom com and again it's a, it's a super funny it's on HBO Max if you like Paul Rudd you like Jason Segel like a good funny bro comedy I. Love this movie so much. The man cave, and he calls the dog the, the the name after the Egyptian leader or whatever. It's uh oh man, it's it's super cute, and super funny. So it's one of my movies that me and my dad will quote to each other all the time. Good soundtrack as well. Uh, I love you, man. Um, I was gonna say anyway for my show. Actually, I'm gonna actually do a show, a new show as well. It's gonna be on Apple TV called Platonic with Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne. Um, Joe, you seen the show yet? By the chance, by chance. What show? A platonic with Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne? No. I Dude, love Seth it's... Rogen by taking sort of a small break from him. I don't He's been way too much recently. <laughs> I, think, I think you're still scarred from Sasha's, Sasha's party. <laughs> no. Um... I just... <laughs> I, think it, I think my last, like... My last stroke was, uh... Uh, what was it? Uh, Donkey Kong. <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen that yet. Um, yeah, Botanic is uh, both Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen reuniting. They did uh, Neighbors together, which I know me and Joe both love. The first Neighbors so much, one of my favorite movies when we were in high school. Uh, dicks in her hand. Um, <laughs> um, it's it's a line from the movie. Um, but yeah, Nicholas Stoller directs these guys again. That reunites with them. And, you know, Nicholas Stoller has done some movies like Bros and Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Games of the Creek and Neighbors. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of good movies and Bros. Um, it's a again very, very good, he's a great filmmaker. Um, he's one of just I think one of Jason Siegel's co-writers too on a lot of his movies. But uh, it's about, the, about these two friends that yeah, they were good friends in college and growing up. They haven't seen each other in a long time, and now uh, so the Rose character is getting divorced, and they kind of like you know link up and kind of reconvene. But like it's kind of awkward because you know Rose Burns fan, Rose Burns now is like three kids. She's a husband, you know. She's a stay-at-home mom. You know, she she gave up on law school to like have a family. It's a very funny movie because I think everyone can relate to it if you're a guy, if you're a girl, because it's like the friendships are kind of like that. Like they were so powerful at one point, but like y'all aren't y'all aren't cool as much anymore. You know, times have changed. You grew up. You know, life takes different turns. But when you go when you kind of meet up again, you kind of reunite. It's kind of like no time has passed. You remember, you remember all the good things about each other and your friendship and like. All the fun times, you know, like all the good memories you had each with each other, and it's very relatable. It's very cute, very funny. Because I was worried, I'm like, oh, it's, it's gonna be a little too political. It's gonna be kind of just like over the top. But like, oh, all right, it's very funny. It's, um, it's it's again very cute, very charming. A lot of like funny things about just like life and like you know how different people's lives are when you when you grow up. And I, I'm loving it so far. I think five episodes in, means later watching it, we're like laughing every week. And great soundtrack too. It's Set in LA, you know, it just so the like, it's, I think it's a brewmaster at a brewery. And like I said, Rose Byrne plays like um, a stay at home mom. Her, dad, her husband's a lawyer, played by Luke McFarlane, who was in Bros, which I loved him in Bros. I think Bros was my favorite movie. My favorite movies of last year was hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's very cute. It's very charming. It's very relatable, too. I'm loving the show. I'm like, yeah, four episodes in. And like I said, Museator are loving it. It's 
it's fun to laugh at a good comedy like this when it's a good, well-written joke, good pacing, funny things that you can relate to. And again, it's I love I love I love relatable comedies like this, and it works in many different ways. And I, I think Rose Byrne and Thorgan have great chemistry, as we saw in Neighbor Neighbors too. So I'm glad they're working together again with Nicholas Stoller. So yeah, I'm going with Platonic as my show of the week, which I which was on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, nice. Uh, we got Nick's one-on-ones. I sure do, actually. What? They reminded me. Nick sent in some really good choices, actually. Let me pull up my text from him right here. Nick says, um, and for my one-on-ones of the week, my movie choice, I love this, Joe, is the original, the one and only Old Boy by Park Chan-wook. A movie that you put me on in high school, actually. Um, mm, good, good, good. Great movie. He goes, uh, incredible film, one of the best and most creative stories about revenge I've ever seen. Brutal yet heartfelt and a masterclass in cinema. And for my TV show, like you, Joe, he's going with the Amazon Prime show Invincible, which is also a very good show as well. Um, nice. Which, which is an animation, uh, like definitely a mature TVMA animated show. Uh, he goes, man, I love superhero stories. Con- this is from Nick. I love superhero stories, content especially when they mix it up and do something new with it. And an, an art style is dope. And which could, could low-key be tweaked a bit, but stories engaging as heck. It has mature, it has very mature and brutal storytelling without being too edgy and, and gratuitous. And he goes, and before he goes, he goes, tell me you can find me as well always on Dawning Vision on, on Instagram and anywhere that has a podcast available. He goes, peace and love y'all and stay blessed from Nick. Nice. They still with us in spirit, no matter what. You know, this man's traveling to Seattle. Which I'm very jealous about. He's going to Seattle. You, now, you've been you've flown to Washington. I've not been to Washington yet. Nick has been to Washington. So I'm like, ugh. What is it? What is it? Doug's turn to go to Washington. Hopefully soon. <laughs> no, dude. Seattle's gorgeous. That's what I've heard, man. That's what I've heard. So I'm gorgeous, just, man. I've been slacking, man. I haven't, I haven't gone there yet. I don't really want to. Yeah, it's uh, you, I can't wait to hear when. Oh man, I can't wait too. But yeah, it's, but, but I'll, I'll, Joe, do you want to close it out for us tonight? Yes, I shall close it out. To thank you for joining us on. of our opinions and likes and dislikes through movies and TV shows and everything else in between. Uh, We hope that you guys join us again for our next episode and for many, many more episodes in the future. And to all the new people that are here, thank you for being here. I hope you guys did enjoy it. Uh, Hope you don't think we're crazy, but if you do, (laughs) understandable. Uh, And Again, have a lovely night. Happy Pride. Do check in on your loved ones. Do take care of yourself. And remember, we love you guys. And we support you guys. Have a good night.